What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast. I'm your host, Terry Duran. I got my co-host on the line with me. What's going on, Jay? Not much. Looking forward to another great show tonight. Um, Actually, we're halfway to 11,000 followers. So let's help us get there to that 11,000, you know. You know, for those who listen, man, tell somebody to follow us on the gram. At least one or two people here, you know. Uh, but want to quickly remind you, catch us on Grind City TVs. That's Tuesday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can download it on Google Play and also on your Roku TV. Also, please follow us on TikTok at Hold a Husband Podcast and give us a like on Facebook. All right, T. Uh, <clears throat> I also want to remind y'all, y'all can catch the audio playback of the podcast every Monday afternoon on the core94.com. Um, I want to give a shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us like with our background audio. Uh, and I also want to give a shout out to those of y'all that have been supporting the podcast through our Cash App and our PayPal. We appreciate all the donations. Uh, y'all definitely keep us help things moving. Uh, and hopefully we'll be able to grow the podcast. Uh, tonight's episode, uh, I'm really looking forward to. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about losing the war and the gender war between men and women when it comes to dating and relationships. Um, I'll, I'll break down my thoughts on it and why I think it's uh, a waste of energy. Um, but before we get into all that, you know how we do around here on the Hold a Husband podcast. We like to discuss stuff that has gone viral or stuff that we've seen on our timeline. Uh, and so I've seen everybody posting this most recent video, you know, shade room, the spiritual word, et cetera, uh, where a guy, uh, I think they're taking what he said out of context a little bit, but there was a viral video of a guy stating that women that have degrees and good jobs, et cetera, and money, um, or they disqualified themselves from being able to, to, from being dateable. Uh, so let's take a listen. Literally, she says, I got a good job. I make very, very good money. And she says, the only thing I need now is a man. <laughs> it's like, yo. Like, <laughs> it's like, who wants you? Who wants you? you you're right. right. Like, once you have achieved these things, you have, unfortunately, disqualified yourself. Ooh, and, and, shit. And what it is, is these, because I, and this is the thing. I'm not blaming Ooh, the, the women. women are going to hate him for that shit. No. No, <laughs> they are going to hate him for that. They, they I can't wait it, to put this shit out. <laughs> I know I, I don't know what podcast this is from, but uh it definitely I definitely feel the vibes. Um there is some truth to what he said, uh, but I don't think that that it it was meant that way. Like it was very poorly articulated. Uh I don't think a woman having, you know, having a, a making a lot of money, having a, a being successful disqualifies her from being able to date but what is true is that women that typically fit in that category are unpleasant to date for a lot of guys because they exhibit a lot of masculine behaviors uh they challenge men in a lot of ways and they don't provide the nurturing and affection that most guys look for in their romantic partner exactly you know it's not necessarily the money they make that disqualifies on them or having a good job or anything like that, a career or whatever may have you. It's the attitude and the disposition that a lot of these women have that have these high paying jobs. Because nobody wants to be constantly reminded, hey, I make my own money, I can do X, Y, and Z. I, I have my own apartment, I have my own car, I pay my own bills. I mean, any adult, that's something that any adult does, you know, over the age of 
25 right. out of you know and 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 that's not something that impresses a guy or attracts right. a guy to a woman yeah you when when you when you're dating and you're looking uh for potential mates you look for somebody that's living a similar lifestyle to you uh but right. from a guy perspective the more money that he has or the more established he is the less that matters you know when i was broken in college finding somebody that was hey, making decent money that i was able to build with was right. one thing but now that i'm six figures like if i was single now a woman doesn't have to be six figures to be qualified to, for me to to find her dateable um and so it is hard to deal with a woman that has the money to do what she wants to do because how you gonna tell her no? How you gonna tell her, you yeah, know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, how, how do you address the real issues? How how can you criticize her when, you know, she can just go behind your back and, and do what she wants to do? Exactly. And it really and, causes a problem when it comes to raising kids. Exactly. And here's, here's, here's the thing which, to what you just said, right? What happens a lot with making that comment, kind of let's just say the guy makes less, a lot of times she'll just look at him as beneath her. Now, I don't understand if you look at the guys beneath you, why date him or, or hell, even marry him or make a decision like have children with a man like that if you're not going to respect his decision making? Well, right? I mean, a lot of women, we see this just from my platform and, right. and over the, if you, anybody that's been following me for the years, a lot of women just don't respect men in the male perspective they mm -hmm. from from their perspective they view men as the problem they view the way that men operate as the issue uh right and that's reflected in their attitudes towards men you know what i mean like um the, the way that they they've been trained to trust their emotions and their feelings a lot of those feelings that they have towards men are based off a limited perspective on what actually happened exactly like, here's here's a way to look at it, right? Let's just say a woman she makes one hundred and twenty thousand, and she meets a guy he makes eighty thousand. You get married, you're pooling resources together. That's two hundred thousand. You know, that's the way you should look at it, and you, you can something but, you can build because that's something you can build on there. But in a, in a lot of cases, like you mentioned, a, a, a woman that makes more money than a man constantly has to remind them constantly yeah. has to point it out like like i don't think there are obviously guys that are like that but for the right. most part m most guys are not tripping about that as long as everything is paid you know what i mean like and, and you have some type of system in place where you okay we discuss purchases over 500 or a thousand like you have something where you got wiggle room to do your own thing within the, the realms of your budget you know what i'm saying in your yeah. lifestyle um but that can be difficult man when you're with a woman that is, is just wasting money on designer stuff you can't tell her to not buy it it ain't your money you know what exactly. i mean like that's that could be a real real issue um so i think that's what he was trying to articulate in the video or he may have if i, I haven't seen the entire conversation but I don't get the idea that he was just trying to diss women or successful women. No, I don't think he was at all. All right, now this uh, this next post uh, that I, I wanted to talk about, this is something that anybody could have predicted. Um, but this was a, a, a post about a reality star, uh, Delicious, uh, is divorcing her husband, uh, Raymond Santana, who uh, is a member of the Central Park Five, 
the group of five African-American men, men, boys that were falsely accused of rape and put in prison. Uh, they ultimately ended up getting a multi-million dollar settlement. Uh, and so that's really what attracted her to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and so it's not shocking to see that there are reports of financial difficulties and financial issues or the money running out. Cause I want to say he got like five or 6 million, you know, yeah, it was uh, somewhere or, six, six, seven million. So it was somewhere in that ballpark. I don't, right. I don't know the exact number here, but yeah. Right. That's, that should million, be enough for you to be able to live off of forever. But no doubt when, when you've been in prison, when you are, you are caught up in the, the very attractive woman that is into you like man you it's easy to say you should be able to see through that but it's hard to do it when you the one when you have sex with her when you being around right. her you seeing her naked you you know what i'm saying like you you get the social the the reaction you get from being out with her like i can imagine how overwhelming dating delicious had to be for him to exactly because he wasn't somebody he, you know he wasn't a celebrity you know he was just known for from you know the Central Park Five situation, right? Right. As where some of the celeb previous celebrities she's dealt with. Well, you know, well, what, what boosted him them to kind of celebrity status right. was the movie that came out about it. The document. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, when Netflix. they when they see us, man, that was that. Yeah. I, I I cried watching that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like so their situation was a very real one. So it's it's unfortunate to see him in this situation. Um, yeah, and absolutely. so on her post. He's a narcissist and, and all these type of things. Like, like man, when you dating a reality show chick that has millions of followers, she's going to be able to control the narrative on the breakup. So, right, this is this is probably going to get real messy and petty, um, it and it's going to cost him a lot of coin if he still has any coins left. Yeah, it's a, like I said. I think she knew she knew the situation going into, and it's what many speculate. She was just in it for for the bag. You know, and yeah. being he's probably somebody that probably doesn't know how to handle a situation. Situation. Well, like that. I, I mean, she may have genuinely liked him, but the fact mm -hmm. that he was a millionaire made him made is what made her like him. He's, yeah, the cars he's Absolutely. in, the stuff he's doing, the gifts he's buying, the places they're going. Like, so she was she's already been ran through by lots of celebrity men. So she's she liked guys that can. Uh, pull up in a Bentley or BMW, you know what I'm saying? Like all these type of vehicles and pri fly private and all this type of stuff. But it's different when you're the celebrity in the relationship. Like I, right. I, I would imagine that dynamic, you know, just like we were just talking about a, a woman that, well, in that situation, she didn't make more than her man, but her social profile is way more valuable than he is. And I'm pretty right. sure there were guys that were more wealthy than him in her DMs, trying to throw, slang her some some eggplant. Uh, so <laughs> she she's yeah. going to end up with you going to see her with somebody else that's balling or got money. Um, but I, I would say that Delicious is one of the first women that started the like big booty, super curvaceous body. Yeah. I don't know if she's natural or not, or if she got a BBL. I, I don't know. I don't. I'm not an expert on that. Um, but I just remember she's one of the women, the first women that became famous for how fine she was. You know what I mean? Um, and then the it was, what was it flavor flavor of love the reality show? Yeah, flavor of love. That's what she's flavor flay. Yeah, 
I mean, that's what she was. That's what she's best known for. Right. All right, man. Uh, let's keep the ball rolling. Uh, we try to respond to some of the questions that we get in our DMs. Uh, so if you would like your question or your situation to be discussed on the podcast, be sure to hit us up on our, our, our Instagram page at Hold a Husband Podcast. What we got in the inbox this week, Jay? I got a first question. We got Keisha from Hot Atlanta. Shout out to the ATL. Um, okay. She wants, to, she wants to know, how do I deal with a broken man who can't get out of his own head? Uh, with therapy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, a, a, a situation. I mean, now we need a definition of broken. You know, is he yeah. just depressed? Is you know what I'm saying? Like, did something happen? Did he lose somebody, a loved one? Uh, so, depending on what you mean by broken, but in almost any of those situations, counseling or therapy, or at least some somebody to be able to talk through the situation is needed um, to help you you make the decision on how to navigate from there. Exactly. I mean. It's- nothing we can really say just for you how to deal with him how to deal with the broke man i mean the best thing you can do like you just said is get therapy therapy make sure he he wants to get therapy i mean because this sounds like this potentially sounds like a mental health issue so if he right. doesn't want to get the therapy and doesn't want to get the help that he that he needs then you got i'm not telling you what to do whether, whether to stay with them leave them but you have a decision to make there you know yeah now, i mean dealing with therapy, somebody with mental I was gonna say, because yeah. if you're dealing with somebody with mental health, those could be some very drastic situations. You exactly. Know what I'm saying? Like I would I would just say this if he now if he's willing to get the help that he needs, then you know, support him in his journey to getting better. I mean, that's the best thing I can I can tell you in this situation. Right. Uh, a situation like that where you're in where you're dealing with somebody who you not gonna you may not be able to connect with on the same wavelength mentally. Um, to me, that would be a deal breaker. Um, yeah. I've never dated with anybody with mental issues, uh, but that's I because I weed them out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I intentionally avoid women that I I can see the red flags. You know what I'm saying? Like so, I identify the red flags and I will cut them off, even if they were very attractive or somebody that I wanted to sleep with that was not worth it to me you know what I'm saying? the headache that yeah. come with the crazy chicks um so i would say therapy and discussions with people that you know got 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 it together and can give some sound advice yeah. what else we got man we got our next question we got tahira from new york uh, she says i've been intimate with a man for five years but it's been about four times he hasn't been able to get hard during foreplay what do you guys think the problem is? Well, there could there could be a lot of things that explain <laughs> it. Um, but if, if you got five years and only four times, that doesn't sound like a lot to me. Um, it's, sex is a very mental uh, thing. So it could be something about the situation. He would, may have been tired or exhausted. Um, well, she asked if, you know, she wanted to know, hey, you know, she said she asked him if she's, if he thinks she's no longer attracted to her or lost attraction. That could be part of it too. You know, I mean, you never know. Over a five year span, a lot of things can change. Uh, so it, it, it may not be just one thing. Health is a major factor. Um, you know, as guys get older, you know, the, the reason that you can go to every gas station and get a erection pill is because <laughs> erectile dysfunction is a real thing. Um, you know, like, 
yeah, men still get horny and still get erections, but they not like them 21-year-old erections. Right. They not the blow her back out all night type of vibe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so depending on his age and his health, is he overweight? Um, is he stressed out? Like, a lot of different things can affect a man's sex drive. But it doesn't, like I said, four times out of a five-year span, that's right. that's a I very mean, small percentage. You know, I don't, I don't, I, you know, I ain't have much information. You know, what's his weight, height, if he has health issues or not. We don't, we don't really know that. Like I said, it could be a multiple two of things. It could be a whole laundry list of things. Um, I mean, we don't. Could he have lost some attraction to? I don't know. Possibly. I mean, it's a better. Yeah. But that's something only he can really answer, as opposed to us answering that because. And, and a lot of times what happens is the mental stimulation is never really peaked. You know, yeah. that that's plays a bigger factor into erection than almost anything. Uh, and so what a, what a guy will find himself doing is trying to use his imagination, trying to use porn, <laughs> et cetera, to, to, like we always talk about, when, when men have an issue with something or something's lacking, they usually try to find a way to supplement it or right. make up for what's missing. And that's what guys will try to do. Um, that now that's down the path to getting their excitement met by somebody else. Um, yeah. But but the to get to back to the source of the question, there could be multiple explanations. Uh, so you need to talk to him about it, um, and hopefully he can be honest and transparent with you about it. But he may need some medication, or he may need to go see a doctor or something to that effect. So. Um, you got you got some troubleshooting to do on that one because there there ain't there ain't a simple fix for that. Uh, looks like we are up against the clock. We're about to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll be getting into our topic of the night: losing the war uh, and the gender war between men and women. Y'all are tuned in to the Hoda Husband podcast. We'll be back momentarily. Hi, I'm relationship coach and author Terry Duran, and I am pleased to announce that my book is not that complicated is finally available as an audiobook. So if you don't like to read or you just don't have time to read a paperback book, this audiobook is perfect for you. You can listen to it while you're in your car, while you're at work, etc. In the book, I break down how husband material men think and operate in regards to sex, love, and relationships, and I provide real quality insight on how husband material men approach dating. The audiobook is available on audible.com and on iTunes, all you have to do is go to one of the websites and search for my name, Terry Duran. Go download your copy today. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Hold a Husband podcast. Tonight, we are talking about losing the war and the gender battle between men and women. Uh, for anybody that's been following me for any period of time, you see the constant battle between men and women in my comment section. Um, sometimes it relate it, it it leads to very you know insightful back and forth. Um, sometimes it gets petty and disrespectful, um, yep. you know, in typical social media fashion. Uh, so I, I wanted to just focus on this battle, you know, uh, or this perceived battle between men and women, because I honestly don't don't feel like there's a real battle. I think what both men and women fiercely expressing their perspective looks like a battle when it when it happens in mass or I, large numbers you know what i think what happens it, it's it, it seems like it's more so i guess you could say social media propaganda i think you know it's just kind of getting propped up 
and people just say because it sounds cool or a certain buzzwords or trigger words that people get upset with so i think that's what's happening and everybody's just taking and run with it and say oh uh, it's a gender war well i mean also the the social media aspect of it everybody yeah. gets to share their opinion online so true shade room you know bicep you know all these different pages that spiritual work where they they post yep. scenarios and questions or celebrity scenario comes up everybody gets to share their perspective on it uh and so they get to share their own experiences um but what often doesn't get shared is the root cause of those experiences or the disagreements and so right. that's the that's the perspective that i try to come from like i'm trying to eliminate the conflict i'm trying to teach women how to have healthier relationships with men right. and better understanding of how we operate you know what you know what it is like you know you you post something right and you post um you know you post your your picture and everything you put what you're putting and you put a caption you put it in the context and a lot of times the captions don't even get read they just read what you, what you had on the screen on, on in that in that picture and they get upset with it sure. and it's like well did you read the caption no because they got to their feelings and they didn't even want to read anything else yeah yeah I, I think there's a lot of looking to react not looking to yeah. understand the context of what was actually said even when you respond you respond and you break it down to what you what you meant and they're still trying to go back and forth and a lot of times it's, what it is is they just want you to reinforce what their disposition already is that's why you know a lot of these panderers you know get a bunch of women followers and i guess people even pay them for for dating consultations and all and buying their products and everything yeah you know and um there's also the the problem with women making assumptions about guys um, right and so so a lot of times we're just trying to clarify the misinformation uh we're, we're not trying to prove who's worse or who does it better you know we're trying to right. explain the the logic or the reasoning behind some some common behaviors um, exactly. and when you talk when you talk to groups of men about the issues that they have with women they're very common they're usually the same issues um right. lack of accountability etc and so that seems to be the source of the main conflict in my perspective right and you know what when, when the men that we are talking about we're talking about the quality men we're not talking about you know the bombs the the pookie the ray race because sometimes women would just throw that in there well, what about this bum ass dude you know he has you know he has four or five kids that don't take care of him I'm like well we're not talking about that that's anymore. that's the that's <laughs> the easiest tactic to use in the gender yeah. war or the battle is to focus your commentary or your opinion on the worst people of yeah, the opposite the, sex. Like the lowest common denominator. <laughs> right, so, so when you see guys in my comments and they only talking about, yeah, she got multiple baby daddies and they are out there like, like you're, they're choosing the worst case scenario for a woman right. to be a single woman raising multiple kids by multiple men that are not around. <laughs> uh, and, and they use that to kind of generalize or make statements. and. And it's like it's stirring the pot. That's those are the right. things that trolls trigger and yeah. you know post stuff to, to to just get people, other people riled up. Um, I hate that. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I don't like meaningless conversation. Um, but that's that's what you get with a social media platform. Um, it's hard to kind of discuss real issues uh, and come to a logical 
middle ground exactly. on, on a social media yeah, platform. What's even, you know what's even worse? When, yeah, and I know you, you've got this hundreds of thousands of times, you hate women. You know, when you point <laughs> out the flaws in, in, in what women do, it's, well, you hate women. So because you point well, out the flaws, that means you hate women. But that's not where it comes from. You know, like exactly. I talk all the time. I'm a former hoe, so I obviously love women. I love meeting new women. I love getting women to sleep with me. I love getting women to choose me over the other dudes that want to sleep with me. Like, I love all those things. Um, and so, but I also would be able to pick up on behavior patterns and things that were unpleasant about women. Things that would make me cut a chick off. Things that would make me a chick that I had a crush on to not even be interested in talking to her anymore. And so if I'm able to school women on what not to do, because you don't want a dude that had a crush on you and used to write you love letters to not <laughs> want to talk to you. You know what I mean? Like they, that's a drastic swing, you know, right. from, from a guy perspective as far as emotions go. And so I often talk about the things women do that make dating them unpleasant. And until they address those issues, you know, they're going to keep, keep having the same think, thing. Right. And that's the problem. A lot of them don't want to address the root cause of the issue. Because here's the thing. A lot of them, when they talk around their friends, their homegirls, or even family, right, a lot of times they're reinforcing their, what their disposition already is and reinforcing a lot of the bad behavior and high-fiving each other. Yeah, yes, girl. Yeah, tell him that's what you need to do, right? Even, you know, so now you, you potentially ran off a good guy, a guy, you know, you can be with long term because you listen to your friends and your own girls here. And you, yeah, and you see, continue with this bad behavior. Well, see, what I observe from women is they look at the they look at guys, right? Yeah. And so and guys are able to consistently get time and tension and sex from the women in their dating pool. Even though the lowest of the low men are able to do that on a consistent basis, whether that's by lying, whether that's by flossing, you know, superficial stuff, whether that's by having swag or reputation, like there are a bunch of different ways that they do it, but right. they're able to do it consistently because women are very predictable. And so women will look at these, these worst guys and try to match them. They try to, Oh well, y'all can have sex with multiple women, so I'm gonna do it. And, and it's like they're they're <laughs> right. they're competing to try to 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 try to beat guys and being guys. But, but that's that's, that's ultimately exactly. going to screw them over because exactly. those guys are folk are not focused on the same goals that <laughs> women typically have. Exactly. Now here's the thing: when you do that and you're trying to compete with what the guy does, what do you seek to accomplish by doing that? Right? It it makes it makes no sense to do. What you should be focused on, okay, what can you do to attract the best man that you can attract, right? Obviously, somebody that can be compatible, but if you're competing with a guy, that's that's not going to get you. Yeah, these getting men will sleep with you, but that's about well, it. See, if you it don't do that. The attraction is not the hard part. They're good right. at attracting men. But they right. they struggle with weeding through them, you know what I'm saying, evaluating what's husband material or what who's worth being with long-term and who's not. Um, and that has a lot to do with their system and their perception of men in relationships in general. If, you, if your expectations of a man or a relationship are not realistic, then you're gonna have issues with every man that you come across. Yep. 
because what you're what you're basing it off of that's like if i got an instruction manual for a toyota and i hop in a maserati i'm gonna be confused as hell you know what I'm right. saying? I'm like, whoa what this dude you know what i'm saying like right. nothing nothing's going along with what i'm reading and that's that's kind of you know i love when i come up with them analogies on the spot like that <laughs> But that, that that's kind of what it's like when women are coming up with their strategies on how to date men. Right. But what's crazy is these are strategies that don't work, but yet you're still using those strategies. You know, it's, sometimes it's like you're just throwing stuff up against the wall and trying to figure out what sticks. And that that and that's a horrible that's a horrible way to go about it because you're not going to get the results you want nine times out of ten. Yeah, maybe one or two times, maybe you get it. But you know, like they say, even the dead clock is right twice a day here. Right. Well, see, in in the issue, I think I see overall is like in a society, the ways we make money, the ways we interact, the ways we, we, we engage one another has changed. But the way that people establish romantic relationships really has not. That has that has kind of stayed consistent. You meet, you interact, you communicate. And then the guy makes a determination on where how where he's willing to go based off what he experiences with the woman. And so we're in a space now where the experiences men have in the divorce laws, child support laws, all the stuff that men have to deal with in regards to dating and relationships. Most guys are not really interested in marriage like that. Right. It's too it's too expensive that we can't just take care of a whole family on one income like guys used to be able to do 40 50 years ago times have definitely changed and with the expect the lifestyle expectations a lot of women have they don't measure up with the the actual economy you know what i mean right so these these we're always going to have this this kind of clash in the middle where men are looking at women saying what do you bring to the table which i i don't think they should keep asking i think they should <laughs> talk about the the things that they actually want out of a woman a woman right. that is nurturing that uh pours you know motivation and, and makes your house a home like it's it's funny when i, I when we talk about these things because i'm the married one right and so I get to experience the marriage, you know, a healthy marriage from the inside out. And so it's it's like, man, it's, it seemed like so cliche because like the stuff that we're talking about, I'm actually dealing with like my, I, we just bought our house and in this weekend, my wife finally painted or did her first room. Like she did the dining room. So she's ordering sponges and doing all kind of special paint in this all kind of elaborate dining room. The furniture came in. But if you if the man if you get with the, uh, a man that's husband material, he's going to allow you to grow and do your thing in the right. in the most stable environment possible. And so it's like, man, I'm trying to school women on how to get get themselves in that position, but the, it's just like they they'd rather do it they way or listen to something that one of the panders told. Them. You know, you know, here's what a lot honestly a lot of the thing here. It's like I'd rather lose doing it doing it my way than to win doing it somebody else's way. And you know, I think that's a horrible way to go about it, man. Time is limited, man. You you yeah. you it's it's so easy to have a, a relationship if you just focus on what really matters. 
you know, having the mutual respect, having the, having a, a a method of dating where you don't just rush into a relationship, establishing whether or not you're actually compatible with somebody. It's okay to, to date somebody and then come to the conclusion that, nah, we ain't compatible long term. That's cool. That's what you're supposed to do. But the, like I said, the, the mentalities and the expectation that after failure after failure after failure it becomes desperation and so then 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 it's not it's like a combination of the all of it now because that makes you even more or less likely to get the relationship because you press it exactly, exactly. So, uh, well what happens a lot what happens a lot when you know you, you start dealing with the get to you know obviously you're having sex and then you know couple months later or so whatever it is well what are we we can't keep doing this here you know you're well, doing well it's work. natural for it's natural for feelings to change it's natural yeah, for you, you know we're human you you can get bored with something you can get fed up with something you can lose interest in something or someone so those things are natural um you just have to be open and honest about it and you have to be able to accept that somebody may not want what you want so if you if if but if that if dating you or kicking it with you was very very pleasant then they are very very likely to want what you want you know what i mean yeah. like that's the easiest way to to get people to want to be with you is make dating you and being around you as pleasant as possible exactly all right man uh it looks like we are up against the clock uh before we get up out of here I want to give another shout out to my man, Brother Soul Productions, for keeping us laced with our background audio. Uh, I want to give another shout out to all of our supporters that have been giving us donations through our Cash App and our PayPal. Keep the donations coming. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, Jay, man, I appreciate you linking up with me so we can get the Absolutely. episode knocked out. Uh, this has been another episode of the Hold a Husband Podcast, y'all. Thanks for tuning in.